from the White Coat Network. This is the Basic Medical Info Podcast. From here we discuss topics and explore different parts of the human body. Welcome to another Basic Medical Info Podcast. Today, the Basic Medical Info Podcast delves into the operation and function of the human liver. We are not medical advisors or doctors, we just bring you information on the human body in some ways that science has found to correct or detect ailments. We have researched and published here some information from major institutions. The liver is an organ about the size of a football. It sits just under your rib cage on the right side of your abdomen. The liver is essential for digesting food and ridding your body of toxic substances. Liver disease can be inherited. Liver problems can also be caused by a variety of factors that damage the liver, such as viruses, alcohol use, and obesity. Over time, conditions that damage the liver can lead to scarring, cirrhosis, which can lead to liver failure, a life-threatening condition. But early treatment may give the liver time to heal. Liver disease doesn't always cause noticeable signs and symptoms. If signs and symptoms of liver disease do occur, they may include skin and eyes that appear yellowish, abdominal pain and swelling, swelling in the legs and ankles, itchy skin, dark urine color, pale stool color, chronic fatigue, nausea or vomiting, loss of appetite, tendency to bruise easily. The basic liver functions are filtration, digestion, metabolism, and detoxification, along with protein synthesis, storage of vitamins and minerals. Liver function tests are blood tests used to help find the cause of your symptoms and monitor liver disease or damage. The tests measure the levels of certain enzymes and proteins in your blood. Some of these tests measure how well the liver is performing its regular functions of producing protein and clearing bilirubin, a blood waste product. Other liver function tests measure enzymes that liver cells release in response to damage or disease. Irregular liver function test results don't always mean liver disease. A member of your healthcare team will typically explain your results and what they mean. Liver function tests can be used to screen for liver infections, such as hepatitis, monitor a disease, such as viral or alcoholic hepatitis, and determine how well a treatment is working. Look for signs of serious disease, particularly scarring of the liver, called cirrhosis. Monitor possible side effects of medicines. The main function of the liver is to regulate most chemical levels in the blood and excretes a product called bile. This helps carry away waste products from the liver. All the blood leaving the stomach and intestines passes through the liver. The liver's two main responsibilities in the process of digestion are to make and secrete bile and to process and purify the blood containing newly absorbed nutrients that are coming from the small intestine. In the human body the liver is one of the most resilient organs. The liver does have the ability to repair itself if it is not too damaged. 
Repairs will take time, and over time will restore its normal function. There have been cases where even a disease section or damaged portion of the liver has been removed, and they have in their own way to grow back to being healthy. There are different types of fatty liver diseases. First one we will talk about is the non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. This is also known as NAFLD. This is a liver problem that affects people who drink little to no alcohol. In non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, too much fat builds up in the liver. It is seen most often in people who are overweight or obese. This is becoming more common around the world, especially in Middle Eastern and Western nations as the number of people with obesity rises. It is the most common form of chronic liver disease, affecting about 25% of the world's population. In the United States, about 100 million people have this issue. Some people with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease can get non-alcoholic steatohepatitis, which is a serious form of fatty liver disease that causes the liver to swell and become damaged due to the fat deposits in the liver. Non-alcoholic steatohepatitis may get worse and may lead to serious liver scarring, called cirrhosis, and even liver cancer. This damage is like the damage caused by heavy alcohol use. Make an appointment with a member of your healthcare team if you have lasting symptoms that worry you. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease often has no symptoms. When it does have symptoms, they may include fatigue, not feeling well, or even pain or discomfort in the upper right belly area. Other possible symptoms and cirrhosis or severe scarring may include itchy skin, abdominal swelling, also called ascites, shortness of breath, swelling of the legs, spider-like blood vessels just beneath the skin surface, enlarged spleen, red palms, yellowing of the skin and eyes, or jaundice. Experts don't know exactly why fat builds up in some livers and not others. They also don't fully understand why some fatty livers turn into non-alcoholic steatohepatitis. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease can be linked to the following causes. Genetics Overweight or obesity Insulin resistance, which happens when your cells don't take up sugar in response to the hormone insulin. Type 2 diabetes, sometimes called high blood sugar or hyperglycemia. High levels of fats, especially triglycerides, in the blood. These combined health problems may contribute to a fatty liver. However, some people get non-alcoholic fatty liver disease even if they do not have any risk factors. Some of the risk factors may include the following. Family history of fatty liver disease or obesity. Growth hormone deficiency, which means the body doesn't make enough hormones to grow. High cholesterol. High levels of triglycerides in the blood. Insulin resistance. Metabolic syndrome. Obesity, especially when fat is centered in the waist. Polycystic ovary syndrome. Obstructive sleep apnea. 
type 2 diabetes. Underactive thyroid, also called hypothyroidism. Underactive pituitary gland, or hypopituitarism. Non-alcoholic steatohepatitis is more likely in these groups. People older than 50. People with certain genetic risk factors. People with obesity. People with diabetes or high blood sugar. People with symptoms of metabolic syndrome, such as high blood pressure, high triglycerides, and a large waist size. It is hard to tell apart non-alcoholic fatty liver disease from non-alcoholic steatohepatitis without a clinical evaluation and testing. Some suggestions for a healthy liver are Maintain a healthy weight If you're obese or even somewhat overweight, you're in danger of having a fatty liver that can lead to non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, one of the fastest growing forms of liver disease. Weight loss can play an important part in helping to reduce liver fat. Eat a balanced diet. Avoid high-calorie meals, saturated fat, refined carbohydrates, such as white bread, white rice, and regular pasta, and sugars. Don't eat raw or undercooked shellfish. For a well-adjusted diet, eat fiber, which you can obtain from fresh fruits, vegetables, whole grain breads, rice, and cereals. Also eat meat, but limit the amount of red meat, dairy, low-fat milk and small amounts of cheese, and fats, the good fats that are monounsaturated and polyunsaturated such as vegetable oils, nuts, seeds, and fish. Hydration is essential, so drink a lot of water. Exercise regularly. When you exercise consistently, it helps to burn triglycerides for fuel and can also reduce liver fat. Avoid toxins. Toxins can injure liver cells. Limit direct contact with toxins from cleaning and aerosol products, insecticides, chemicals, and additives. When you do use aerosols, make sure the room is ventilated and wear a mask. Don't smoke. Use alcohol responsibly. Alcoholic beverages can create many health problems. They can damage or destroy liver cells and scar your liver. Talk to your doctor about what amount of alcohol is right for you. You may be advised to drink alcohol only in moderation or to quit completely. In general, minor liver damage may take a few weeks to heal, while more severe cases could require several months or even longer. Consult with a healthcare provider to develop a personalized plan for monitoring and supporting the healing process. In some cases, if the damage to the liver has been long-term, it may not be reversible. What is the best drink to repair your liver? Coffee. Coffee lovers will be glad to know that coffee is perhaps one of the best drinks you can have to promote liver health, even if you already have liver problems. Tea, beetroot juice, blueberries and cranberries, artichokes, nuts and seeds, grapefruit, Brussels sprouts and broccoli sprouts, five superfoods for your liver, cruciferous veggies, veggies such as broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, 
Cabbage and kale contain glutathione, which kickstarts the liver's toxin-cleansing enzymes of the liver. Olive oil. Yes, it's fat, but it's generally considered a healthy one. Green tea. Citrus fruit. Garlic. As your liver heals, you'll start to feel positive health effects throughout your body, including increased energy, better mental clarity, improved digestion, better skin health, and more. Avoid contaminated needles. Of course, dirty needles aren't only associated with intravenous drug use. You ought to follow up with a medical practitioner and seek testing following any type of skin penetration involving sharp instruments or needles. Unsafe injection practices, though rare, may occur in a hospital setting and would need immediate follow-up. Also, use only clean needles for tattoos and body piercings. Don't share personal hygiene items. For example, razors, toothbrushes, and nail clippers can carry microscopic levels of blood or other body fluids that may be contaminated. Follow directions on all medications. When medicines are taken incorrectly by taking too much, the wrong type or by mixing medicines, your liver can be harmed. Never mix alcohol with other drugs and medications even if they're not taken at the same time. Tell your doctor about any over-the-counter medicines, supplements, and natural or herbal remedies that you use. The best way to get a baseline of where your liver health is to get a blood test. A blood test called CBC or liver blood test. These are the average ranges for liver functions. AST levels higher than 10 to 40 units per liter in men and 9 to 32 units per liter in women may indicate reduced liver function. ALT levels higher than 29 to 33 international units per liter in men and 19 to 25 international units per liter in women may be a sign of liver disease. The average range for ALP tests is 44 to 147 international units per liter. Higher levels may point to problems with the liver. The normal range for GGT levels in the blood is 9 to 48 units per liter. Liver disease or damage may result in higher levels. The normal range for LDH levels in the blood is 140 to 280 units per liter in adults. Higher than normal levels may point to liver damage or disease. Normal bilirubin levels are 1.2 mg per deciliter in adults and 1 mg per deciliter in minors. For direct bilirubin tests, the normal range is 0.3 mg per deciliter. Higher bilirubin levels could be indicative of liver disease or damage. Healthy albumin levels range from 3.5 to 5.5 grams per deciliter, and normal total protein levels range from 6.0 to 8.3 grams per deciliter. Lower levels may indicate liver damage or disease. We wish to give thanks to the following organizations for literature for the information in this podcast. Johns Hopkins Medical Center Mayo Clinic Thanks for listening to another episode of Basic Medical Info Podcast. Please come again and remember. Please subscribe.